I'm Kristen. And I'm Serena. And this is Oi with the Coffee Already. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 31, where we are talking about Top Gun. Top Gun. Yes. Do you feel the need? The need for, <laughs> for speed. speed. <laughs> oh, so good. Yes. I love it's it. so quotable. This movie is it so is. quotable. I watched it, you know, like you and I obviously watched it again yes. recently. I mean, me more than you. Yeah. I know you watched it recent, just not as recent as me. <laughs> yeah. And like, I was like, God, there's so many great lines in this movie. Like, it's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. It really movie. is. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. I, yeah. I, yeah. Anyways, I will talk more about it. But yeah, Top Gun is, is one of my top favorite movies for sure. As I'm sure it might be for a lot of people like at the beginning gets you like all revved up with yes the, the you know the takeoffs and the landings of the uh-huh. jets and the sunset on the carrot god it's you're like so holy good. shit like, that's so the exhilarating music, it's all intense uh-huh. and, oh, it's great yep Ugh. definitely gets the blood pumping because you're like it yes <laughs> I believe this movie made me want to be a fighter pilot until I realized that I wouldn't be allowed to join the military. And I was like, well, that's dumb. So, <laughs> Well, there goes that dream. Yeah, <laughs> right? Kidding. Let's flush that one down the toilet now. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it so... ever made me want to do that, but it was pretty cool because I don't know if I could handle the stress of being a pilot. Um, it's a lot of stress on your body. It's a lot of stress. <laughs> Yeah. so but i mean it, it's it's fucking cool for the people who do it though like that is oh yeah amazing and you meet <laughs> these guys never... and they are just cool guys oh yeah or you're like cool. oh yeah you're totally like there's certain people that just fit certain professions and you're if you meet a pilot you're like yeah that that's what you were born yeah for. Like, they're the quarterbacks of the uh, of the military like, exactly you meet, you're like damn like, yeah yeah that's your job. Well, <laughs> this movie was released in 1986. Mm-hmm. It was directed <laughs> by Tony Tony Scott, mm-hmm. um, who passed away in 2012. Now, Tony Scott is brother to Ridley Scott, who's still around. Yes. Tony Scott has also directed Deja Vu, Domino, Man on Fire, and Enemy of the State, among many others. Mm-hmm. I really like Domino. I don't think it gets enough credit. I like it. I don't know if I ever saw that one. Wait. It's what is that? Kira Knightley as a, oh, a bounty yes, hunter yes. with Mickey Rourke in it. That's right. I did see that yeah. one. It actually is really good. It's good. It's so. grungy. It's good. Yeah. Like it. And of course, Man on Fire is so good. <laughs> yes, Man on Fire is really good. Yeah. Um. Oh, he also did Crimson Tide, and he did the music video for Danger Zone. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Like, ah, he did the music video for Danger Zone. Anyway. Um. Okay, wait. So I know I already told you, but yes, whenever I know, I was like, I yeah. was pausing. I was like, she's, oh, she's going to say it. I'm going to say it. Say just it. kidding. <laughs> um, so Danger Zone, I it obviously is the number one song for this movie, like because it just mm-hmm. it is. But I always Have think you of heard that song, Archer. <laughs> And just the way that he says "danger zone," just danger zone. Yeah, even while I was watching the movie, I have an Archer "Danger Zone" decal on my car. So that's awesome. So for those who don't know, Archer is this fantastic cartoon. It's an adult cartoon. It is not a kid cartoon. It's an adult cartoon. Um, it's amazing. Like if if The Office and James Bond Bond. (laughs) had a baby, like yeah, and had a baby, and then decided to like make it worse like worse like in a good way though like a foul oh, okay mouth okay baby. add in add in okay it'd be the office james bond with cards against humanity like, yes that would be like that would kind of describes archer it's yeah. so good it's hysterical and like he has this thing for kenny Loggins. and so for one of their seasons um like the premiere for their seat one of their seasons was this like season four or something uh-huh. like that it was pretty early they did a shot-for-shot shot remake of the Danger Zone um, yeah, music video. Music video, yeah. and I will be adding that and posting that because it's hundred <laughs> percent. It's amazing! It's oh so my good. god. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, so I, yeah. I know it should. And for those who don't know, the voice of Archer is done by um, the same guy who does Bob in Bob's Burgers. <sighs> yes, I yeah. love Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, so yeah. love the song, but. 
it's it's got a dual purpose for me now with this movie and Archer. But my for mind sure. automatically goes to Archer first. So <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> this movie was written by uh, Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr., who they also it sounds like they worked together to do Anaconda, Dick Tracy, and Turner and Hooch as well. So the two of them. Oh, cool. The ones. Mm-hmm. Um, our cast is, of course, Tom Cruise as Maverick. He's also, of course, Mission Impossible, Last Samurai, Jerry Maguire. And if you don't know who Tom Cruise is, well, you probably also don't know who most other people are. (laughs) Really (laughs) sad. I'll tell you. The man who was jumping up and down on Oprah's couch many years ago. Oh, my God. That was cringy, right? Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) And yeah, I have lots of thoughts about him. (laughs) I know. We all do. Um, (laughs) Tim Robbins plays Merlin. He's also in Mystic River, The Player, and Howard the Duck. Mm -hmm. Kelly McGill's played Charlie. She's also in Witness, The Accused, and Made in Heaven. Val Kilmer played Iceman. He was also in Tombstone, The Doors, The Saint, and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which mm-hmm. I feel like is a very underrated movie, <gasps> Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yes. It was like, it, it was Robert Downey Jr.'s comeback movie, mm-hmm. and if you guys haven't seen it, get off your ass and go see that movie. I agree. One of the best openings of any movie I yep. have ever seen in my life. It's so good. I anyway, love that it's movie. <laughs> yes. It's so good. Um, Anthony Edwards plays Goose. He was also an ER, Flipped, Revenge of the Nerds, and Designated Survivor. Mm-hmm. Tom Skerritt <laughs> played Viper, also an Alien, Contact, and MASH. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Ironside played Jester. And I just want to say how cool the last name Ironside is. Right. Like, that's good. <laughs> I don't even know. I didn't even look to see if it was fake or not. Like, you know, like a right. name versus like real name. Real I'm name. just like, yeah, it's cool. I don't even care. Ironside. Um, <laughs> Anyways, he's also in Starship Troopers, which is what I remember him from. Total Recall <laughs> yeah. and Scanners. Uh, Barry Tubb plays Wolfman. He's also in American Outlaws and Lonesome Dove. Mm-hmm. Rick Rosevich played Slider. He's also in Roxanne and The Terminator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clarence Giller Jr. played Sundown. He was in Die Hard and Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, Whip Hovley played Hollywood, and he was in Species, uh, Executive Decision, and A Cinderella Story. Mm-hmm. And Meg Ryan plays Carol, and she's, of course, and You've Got Mail when Harry met Sally and Sleepless in Seattle and City of Angels. But she was super big in the 90s and then yeah, like, she kind was. of disappeared. Yeah. Can I just say that? And I know, like, there's, I, I love how most of these characters don't have, like, like, you don't call them by their actual name. Right. And I do I, have their actual names. Yes. So I have that in our fun facts. We'll, we'll go through those later. Okay. But yes. Cool. Uh, yeah. But in IMDb, they are referred to by their call signs. Yes. Which I love. I think that's so cool. Well, it certainly makes it easier to figure out who's who. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I just want to say, because we talked about how quotable this movie is. It's very quotable. It's so quotable, in fact, that the real <laughs> Top Gun... Um, school because there uh-huh. is a true Top Gun school out right. there. Uh, they impose a five dollar fine to any staff member that quotes this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't Hysterical. blame them. <laughs> you... I thought it was really funny. It reminds me of like the douche jar from New Girl. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Schmidt jar. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so I feel awesome. like I would just walk in with like. 40 bucks right say them all and it's like all right i got it out of my system 40 bucks we're good <laughs> we're good because i mean how can you not like i know I especially walk in, I'm like yeah. i have the need, <laughs> need, <for> need. <laughs> seriously anyways that's awesome 100 percent. yeah yes for sure it's pretty good um, and so one of the things I want to talk about, cause like, you know, Val Kilmer's in this and Val mm-hmm. Kilmer did not want to do this movie. He was under a three movie contract, um, with the studio company. Really? And he was basically forced to do this movie cause he's like, I don't want to do this, but it was uh-huh. his third movie in the contract. They're like, no, you're doing this movie. You have you to. Have a choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it became like one of his most iconic roles. I'd have to say like mm-hmm. second only, or like, I don't know what's more icon- iconic this one or as Doc Holliday. In right. Tombstone. Right. Um, people also know him very well as Jim Morrison from The Doors when he did The Doors, but yeah. uh, which I still haven't seen, and I love The Doors, and I gotta watch it sometime. So true. Um, That's really interesting. How it's kind of funny when you see actors when they don't want to do a certain movie, and it ends up being like one of their, their best. Roles. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, could you yeah, imagine? I guess, like, like, speaking of people who didn't want to be in the movie, Tom <laughs> Cruise was one of the ones who didn't want to be in the movie, and so uh, Tony Scott. Uh-huh. I was like, I can solve this problem. 
And so he got Tom Cruise in an F-14 and gave, like, he got a ride. Like, yeah. you know, an F-14 ride. And he, like, puked his guts out, <laughs> ran out, like, got like got out of the plane, uh-huh. ran to the first available uh, payphone. And he's like, I'm in. I have to do this movie. That's hilarious. Because, <laughs> like, he's known for doing, like, he's adrenaline junkie. Like, oh, he yeah. still does all his own stunts for everything. Like, that's just who he is. Yeah. And, like, all his Mission Impossible stunts and everything, right. like, that's, that that's is one thing is. that I will say I that is pretty cool respect. about him. Yeah, mad respect because for that. he yeah. is not. I do not like him. I'm not a huge fan he plays of him. Tom Cruise in every movie. Tom yeah. Cruise plays Tom Cruise. Like that, and I mean, even before his whole like Oprah Winfrey like jumping on the couch thing, like I don't know, there right. was something about him that I never found him attractive. I he kind of looks like a little weasel to me. Um, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, he's not my favorite, but I do, I do love this movie. This movie is one of my favorites. And I do like a lot of the movies that he's in. Um, It's just, he's just not somebody that I'm like, oh yeah, I have to go see it because of him. It's generally like, oh, it looks like a good movie. So I'm going to go see right. it. You know? It's good um, in spite of him. Tom, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I will say, yeah, the fact that he does do his own stunts is pretty fucking amazing because if you look at some of the stunts that are done it's like holy shit like that's that's hard work because it's just like him in i believe jackie chan jackie chan does the same thing he does his own stunts and everything too which i like jackie chan oh i love jackie chan i love i think that's amazing but i just love even more that he does his own stunts which is yes again fucking amazing because some Mm -hmm. of that shit is hard (laughs) oh yeah or it's like you could get seriously injured, <laughs> you know? And who's yeah. going to replace oh, yeah. Jackie Chan? Nobody. Right? <laughs> Nobody. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. So anyway, so I will say, you know, you got to give credit where credit is due. And that that's pretty amazing that he, he does that. Um, but again, like you said, he's a huge adrenaline junkie. So that makes sense that, right. you know, I mean, and honestly... Honest, I'm not a huge I used to be I'm not so much anymore as far as like an adrenaline junkie but if you if somebody was to take me up in one of those hell yeah like let's do it I want to do it I know <laughs> like, I'll puke right I'd right do I don't care <laughs> I'll still do it seriously that's awesome so you I guess pretty much roll? all the actors who were pilots were put up in f-14s for an f-14 flight like mm-hmm. that like you know it's all the Barrels, pulling G's, all that right. stuff. The only one not to throw up was Anthony Edwards, the one who played Goose. Really? Yep. That's everyone awesome. else puked as hell. And like <laughs> I guess um Tom Cruise went up three times. And the first time he was that one t- that first one. Actually uh-huh. Jerry Bruckheimer, the producer who convinced him I oh, okay. originally had said it was uh Tony Scott. But anyways, mm-hmm. it, it was Bruckheimer who had the idea to do it. Mm-hmm. So that was the only time he threw up. His other two times he didn't, he said. so. Yeah. Which I find kind of interesting, like, because these pilots are always doing this, uh-huh. and they're not getting sick, like, every time. Right. And so, like, there has to be something where, like, you first do it, and your body goes, okay, that was that Weird. was something. And then the <laughs> next time your body goes, huh, okay, we're just going to keep doing this, are we? But it's like, <laughs> like, I guess, I don't know, I guess if you're flying, too, you're less likely to be sick. Right. That's true. Because it's kind of like when you're driving like I get right. really bad like motion sickness especially in the back seat but if I'm driving like I'm fine um yeah and sometimes it happens like as I'm, if I'm a passenger too um but yeah if, I guess if you're because you're you're focused more on that than you are with right. how you're feeling <laughs> it's the same with my dad my dad's the same way like he's mm-hmm. uh, he he races for uh races cars on, right as a hobby and you know, he does fine as a driver. Like, he has no problem. But if right. he's a passenger, he's got to take Dramamine and yep. just be prepared because otherwise he'll get. Same. He'll get yucky in the tummy. So. <laughs> yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Especially as an so... adult when you're like, uh, pull over, I gotta throw up. Just kidding. <laughs> right. No, right? So. Oh, so I have fun. not had that moment. I, I don't get motion sickness. Mm-hmm. Now, as I've gotten older, I get a, I'm a little more sensitive to it, but I've never actually had to like throw up for motion sickness. Like right. I've had to like take breaks. Right. But usually um, I'm like roll the window down. I'm gonna stick my head out like a dog and let the air like hit me. 
Nice. Yeah. Classy. Right. Um, Keeping it classy. <laughs> right. I think you and I would have made excellent pilots, like, as, like, a pilot co-pilot. Right. Because, like, I, I was watching the, fr- you know, you watch the friendship between, uh-huh. like, Maverick and Goose. Yeah. And it's just, like, you can see why they're, like, pilot. I feel like, okay, here's, I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the chemistry between Maverick and Goose, like, mm-hmm. their friendship chemistry was better than the chemistry between AJ and Grace and Armageddon. A, a million times better. Like a million. Yeah. I completely like, agree with that. Um they just yeah. have like this like camaraderie like between them or it just flows. Know. It flows better. It it's almost like they're not even acting like you feel like right. this is a genuine friendship between two like two people. And right. yeah. I agree. When he when Charlie's coming up to him and he goes, "All right, now don't forget to like I can't remember what he had said and it's like Goose is straightening his jacket or his like flight suit." Uh huh. And he goes, "Thanks, dear." <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love how there is a lot of <clears throat> like. He's like, "Okay, now don't be late." And he goes, "Thanks, dear." <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love how there's a lot of um sarcastic like comedy in there and there's a lot of like and it's quick-witted that's what I love too and I think I like that and I think maybe that's why you and I like like kind of like resonate with the movie is just because it's Uh back and forth it's really quick like there's no like they don't miss a beat and it's like oh my god I would have come back with that same response you know like (laughs) like I could easily like see that (laughs) so yeah that's one thing that I really loved about the movie is their quick wittedness um like the writers who did this like they did an excellent job with there yeah and a lot of it was improvised so sometimes like tony scott the way he would work would be like okay this is kind of like the outline sort Uh of like you know you can add in so one of the big things that was added in was when val kilmer did the bullshit cough and he was talking (laughs) about like oh well i saw him because i was inverted and he goes bullshit and like he was goes no man it's real i was there so like all their reactions was like totally genuine like everyone's like laughter and like goose commenting because no man i swear i was there (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) um but yeah so and the other thing um one of the lines that like made me laugh so hard this time, and I don't know why, because like I've always found it amusing, but it, like right. this time I was like, okay, that's freaking hilarious. Yeah, it was when I think it was Hollywood was talking like in the locker room. Uh huh. And um, I'm trying to remember Hollywood's co-pilot. Hollywood's co-pilot is um, it's not Sundown. Who's his co-pilot? Was it I think Slider is Iceman's co-pilot but he was uh i think wolfman i think it's hollywood and wolfman uh-huh and he goes and he goes because he was talking about how like so we saw you know jester and we're like where'd he go and he's like where'd who go <laughs> <laughs> yeah because <laughs> they're talking about jester fly so fast he's like right. like this and i'm like this i'm like where'd he go and he goes where did who go <laughs> reason i was like that just it just hit me in the funny bone just right because like we've all had those moments you're like where'd it go where'd what go you're like okay well you're no help like, right yeah never mind especially useless to me thank you <laughs> that's hilarious yeah so anyways it was just one of those funny moments and like mm-hmm. but uh yeah this movie it's so good and like obvious so like the navy really um like took advantage of the popularity of this movie. Oh, I bet. So they were setting up recruiting booths like outside of cinemas, like the big ones. Oh my gosh! And they saw a five hundred percent increase in recruiters for the um, aviator program. Wow! This movie came out like it was crazy. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. Although it's, I mean, <laughs> obviously Hollywood puts a big spin on you know, like some of the coolest jobs where you're like, oh my God, that would be so cool to do. So I'd imagine, I'm really curious out of those people who signed up because of this movie, I would love to hear their actual response or if they finished or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have to be, I I don't know who knows this or not. You have to be 
like the pilots are these highly intelligent people. Right. This is not just like people who have who are okay with adrenaline rushes. Like these are right. like highly intelligent people. Because you got a ton of like complicated math and everything. Exactly. Crazy. Like these are like basically this is as advanced courses as you can possibly get. Like this is right up there. I mean, with like Navy um, SEALs. (laughs) Kind of. It's different. Like it's less like grunt work. Right, right. It's more brain power. Like it's more brain power. Um, A friend of Serena and I's, she she almost got a perfect score on her ASVAD test and Mm -hmm. she joined the Air Force. And she could have, like, the only reason why she wasn't a pilot is because of her eyesight. So she became mm-hmm. a co-pilot. Um, but, I mean, after school for a while, she did space and aeronautical engineering for a while. <laughs> and, like, these that's the kind of people that they are. Like, it's they're mm-hmm. just these highly intelligent people. Yeah. Um, so, having Joe Schmo, who, you know. Just was just like, oh, my God, this looks cool. going to become a pilot. <laughs> uh, probably didn't become a pilot. Right. <laughs> like. It's, so if you know anybody, like if anybody out there knows yeah, of anybody, curious. like I'm super curious because I would love to know because like I said, I mean, I think you had stated earlier or maybe when we were talking about, you know, like how cool it would be to be like one of these pilots and stuff. And it's like, I don't I know if I could it. do that. Like I can't, I I can't, I couldn't do it. It's just, I no. mean, it's, it's the, amazing. The brain power alone, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, there'd be no way. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. If I could just cruise around as like a co-pilot, sure. Right. But even right. then, like, they're still really trained. So. Oh, yeah. Because they're like your second pair of eyes and everything, yeah. you know, to make sure that, you know, shit goes good. <laughs> right. So, um, but yeah, to go it's into amazing. Top Gun school, like, that's huge. It's, yeah, that you is. Know, that's amazing. It's, and same with Blue Angels, which is a different school. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's pretty crazy. So, I I don't know. I mean, I guess the Navy definitely got a lot of people recruited, but I guarantee you they didn't have that many pilots, so. Yeah. Um, now, one of the stunt pilots, Art Scholl, uh-huh. was killed during the production of this movie. Uh-huh. He was 54. He died when his Pitts S2 camera plane failed to recover from a flat spin and plunged into the Pacific Ocean. <gasps> his last words over the radio were, I have a problem. I have a real problem. Um, mm. The exact cause of the crash was never determined, and neither the aircraft nor his body were ever recovered. Uh, so this film is dedicated to him. Holy shit. So I guess that's scary. It was sort of like a biplane type plane. Like it wasn't like a big ass jet because he's, right. he's a camera guy. So wow, um, but yeah. So I was like, oh my. But I mean, unfortunately, these it happens with like right. stunt guys and everything. So that's super scary. Um, yeah. See, and there you go. Like with it being like a stunt pilot, like it's that's crazy. Like you know, yeah. when you have, I can't. I couldn't. I mean, yeah, that's really sad. But yeah. that's crazy. Now for this film, they did get um a lot of like a lot of help from the navy mm-hmm. um like a crazy amount of help so they had plenty of f14 pilots mm-hmm. um the f14 pilot who flipped the bird at the mig was scott altman uh <laughs> of vf51 who eventually became a nasa astronaut wow flying as a pilot on two missions as a commander on as a commander and then on two more missions mm-hmm. uh, he also did the stunt flying for maverick as well that's cool um, now, no one had ever buzzed the tower at Miramar before. Uh, if you buzz the tower, you, you, it's, you don't. You, you don't. You don't do that. Like, if you'd like to not fly again, that's right. the way you do it. Yeah. Um, so the Navy pilots who were flying the scenes for the film, they drew straws to see who would get to do it. Uh-huh. So it went to Lieutenant Commander Lloyd Bozo Abel. <laughs> Now, Michael Ironside, the guy who played Jester, he uh-huh. just happened to be at the hangar the day the airplane flew low enough, he said, where he could actually see into the cockpit as it flew by. He said it was one of the most spectacular oh things he'd ever seen. That's amazing. <laughs> you imagine? You're like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so the Pentagon charged Paramount Pictures $1.8 to use all their planes and aircraft carriers for the film. I feel like that's like... Really reasonable. Yeah. It's a really reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as reasonable as that is, and it was reasonable, 
Yeah. This blew my mind when I read about this because I was like, wait, what? <laughs> um, where is it? Let's see. Oh, yeah. So at the time that this was being filmed, jet fuel was pretty cheap. Are you right. ready for this? A dollar a gallon. However, wow. <laughs> Paramount still paid 10 grand an hour every time they went up to film in an F-14. Holy moly. Um, but like a dollar a gallon for jet fuel? <laughs> I can't even... I can't remember the last time I even saw a gallon for like, like regular fuel. Like, <laughs> I want one dollar jet, jet fuel, fuel in my car. <laughs> kidding me? Like, <laughs> I mean, I know, like, I don't know how big of the tanks are for F-14s, and I'm sure somebody out there knows, and I know I could Google how big of a gas tank. I don't know if you want. I, yeah. Anyways, right. Right. <laughs> Google another time. Um, but like a dollar a gallon. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy to me. I was like, well, I couldn't like, believe it was ever that cheap. Like, it just didn't occur to me that jet fuel would be that cheap. <laughs> right? That's pretty insane. Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. So then Bozo also, mm-hmm. the same guy who got to buzz the tower. Okay, wait, um, you ready? Yes. So it's... You found out how big the F-14 fuel tank is? I believe so. So it says internal fuel capacity is 24... 2,400 gallons. Oh, okay. So, well, okay, hold 2, on. 2,400 bucks to fill the tank. <laughs> Wait. Let's see. Uh, actually, just I take that back. Uh, just kidding. It, uh, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> it says you know a bunch of different numbers, and then it says 290. Good. It says 290 U.S. gallons in each wing. Um, huh. So I don't know what that means. But anyways... It's a lot. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, a gallon. It's, it's a dollar it's a gallon. dollars Yeah. Like, but still. Anyways. anyways, yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, Bozo was the pilot who took Cruz up at his first time at F-14, the one that Bruckheimer mm-hmm. had him do. So, he did the maneuvers that caused Tom Cruise to need a sick bag. However, as he was reaching for it, Bozo did another maneuver that put Tom Cruise's head to the floor of the cockpit as he struggled <gasps> to activate the intercom to tell Bozo what was happening. When Bozo finally leveled the plane, Cruz hit the intercom and said, Bozo, didn't you see me? I wasn't in your rearview mirror. Bozo <laughs> replied, sorry, but then again, they don't call me Bozo for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, that was pretty That's funny. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. And let's see. Oh, so for the opening of the film, because I talked about the opening, how like it just revs you for the movie. Like, oh, it definitely. gets you going. So Tony Scott wanted to shoot aircraft taking off and landing on the aircraft carrier mm-hmm. backlit by the sun. The carrier captain had changed course of the ship. And when Scott asked if the ship could continue on the previous course and speed, he was told that turning the ship cost $25,000. Scott then wrote the captain a quick $25,000 check so the ship could be turned and he could keep shooting for another five minutes. Oh my god. According to Scott, the check bounced. (gasps) Oh my god. (laughs) Also, $25,000 to turn the ship. That's nuts. And just for a five minutes of shooting. I know, but like wow. these aircraft carriers are gargantuan. Like, oh yeah, I totally get that. Like you said, my, like, yeah, I could see it. Be my brother, you know, your brother was on a. Yeah. yeah, he was in the navy and he was on an aircraft carrier, and yeah, I, I didn't get to do it, um, because I had Caleb at the time and and he was too young. Uh, but my mom and my sister, I think it was like for like family day or something like that, they got to go and tour the actual aircraft itself. Um, That's cool. which they said was pretty awesome. Um, and I'm so bummed that I wasn't able to go, but I think it was like ages eight and up. And at the time Caleb was like two. And then I also had my grandma with me and it, so it yeah. just, it wasn't going to work, but, um, yeah, that was pretty awesome. They said, and it was really cool to see like just how giant this ship is. <laughs> Where I've been on the one that's docked in San Diego, Uh huh. which I'm totally blanking on which one that one is. Um, we have t-shirts with the name of the ship on it and I'm sure there's people yelling at me right now <laughs> um, oh and I have that t-shirt I don't remember what yeah I know I'm trying to like picture it in my brain and <laughs> you're like come to me just kidding yeah. anyways um, it's docked in San Diego Harbor mm-hmm. and it's crazy like it's 
I've been on cruise ships and it's nothing. Like they're like toy tugboats compared to these things. Like, right. It's insane. Um, let's see so this was the highest grossing film in 1986 Mm -hmm. I was like "Eh, that makes sense now Kenny Loggins was not the first choice to record Danger Zone Mm -hmm. Uh, apparently they had approached Toto and REO Speedwagon wow Kenny Loggins Uh and so the um, also on the music I want to talk about the music so the song Take My Breath Away was done by Terry Nunn of Berlin, <laughs> mm-hmm. the band of Berlin. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess they had approached also other bands for that, and they had come back with recordings, but she wanted to, like, she, I guess she, like, kind of did sort of, like, a mocking way, sort of, like, the, like, that desperate, mm. like, she kind of, kind of as a joke, sort of, but, like, they really liked it <laughs> and picked it, okay. but it gets better. So, in an interview, she and her band were in, Taiwan when they received a call letting her know that the song Take My Breath Away uh-huh. was being nominated for an Oscar and they asked her to fly out to LA to perform the song at the Academy Awards. Uh-huh. She told them she would only do it if she could sing the entire song and they were told that she wouldn't be able to because the song was going to be part um, it's going to be sung during like as a medley with other nominated oh, songs. Uh-huh. So she turned it down. Uh, she said that she deeply regrets her decision, especially upon finding out that Take My Breath Away won the Oscar for Best Wow. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about that for a second because yes. I was like, here she is. And, like, and then later I found out that she kind of did it sort of like mockingly. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like she kind of was like felt she was way better than what she was. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I totally and, like, I get that. I just want to go out there and tell people, look, like if you get an opportunity like this. Don't sit there and get these crazy demands where you're like, well, it has to be this way. Like, right. go there for the experience. Be a part of it. Like, The fact you that know, you're nominated, like... Yeah, like, I would have been so excited. I'd be like, are you serious? It's awesome. Like, yeah, it's a medley with everybody else. But like, oh, that's awesome. I get to meet the other bands and the other nominees. Like, right. maybe I'll, you know... Like, right. I don't know. Like, for me, that would be such a cool opportunity. But to sit there and be like, well, only if I just sing my whole song. Right. Like, I don't know. It's really snotty sounding to me. It and is. Of course, now she regrets it. And right. As she should. Which, yeah. You know. No, definitely. And especially after finding out that, like, your song ended up winning. Like. Mm, yeah. Doesn't yeah. look too good. <laughs> no, it really so. doesn't. But yeah. Uh, now, the aircraft carriers they used in the film was the USS Ranger and the USS Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, which was pretty cool. Yeah. And now, the... Um, there was this whole thing like with Maverick's dad who supposedly did the wrong thing, but he actually did right. the right thing. It was just all this. Right. So, um, let's see. The, oh, I just had it. I have a ton of, I have a ton of notes for this one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's a lot going on. Yeah. Oh, uh, so the ship that Viper served on with Maverick's dad was the USS Orskani. Mm-hmm. I hope I said that right. Um, it was the first U.S. warship slated to become an artificial reef, and it was sunk with controlled charges 24 miles south of Pensacola on May 17, 2016. So now it is popularly known as the Great Carrier Reef. Great, great carrier. That <laughs> That's hilarious. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's um, pretty funny. So, I, gee, I don't know if you remember this. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sure you read through my notes, but I don't know if you remember this at all. The piano scene and the final bar jukebox scene were mm-hmm. shot in San Diego restaurant called Kansas City Barbecue. Mm-hmm. So the restaurant housed a ton of props and memorabilia from the film. However, June 26, 2008, Kansas City Barbecue suffered a grease fire that destroyed much of the interior of the establishment. Um, it has since been repaired to its original state. However, much of the memorabilia was damaged or destroyed. Now, the piano is still there, as mm-hmm. is one of Maverick's flight helmets. It's on display behind the bar, but it has some slight damage. The plastic visor is now bubbled and warped. Oh, wow. Um, I, I don't remember, remember this that. fire. Yeah. You don't re- I remember uh-uh. this fire. I remember hearing about it, because I think I was like, oh, my God. I didn't, like, it was one of those where I was like, I didn't realize it was a real bar. Like, had I known, I would have gone down and gone see it. But I right. remember this. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember that. So. And for those, Although it kind of reminds me of, uh, like, what is it? The Bubba Gump's for Forrest Gump's <laughs> yes. uh, movie. <laughs> anyway. No, this movie or this this podcast is going to be released on June 24th. So in two days from this release date, this podcast will be on its uh, anniversary for 
when it burned down, which mm-hmm. can't math at all right now. What is that? <laughs> It's 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 years. Be 13 yeah. years. Cool. Yeah. Well, not cool, but. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> so it just was like one of those that like happened to like, oh, if we happen to like release right near the 13th anniversary. Of- yeah, the anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. really sad though, but I'm glad they were able to still it keep the piano. And... Yeah, I wonder what else they had too. I did yeah. read that one of Maverick's flight suits is in one of the. Um, Oh, what's the burger place? The Hollywood Burger Place. Rock, uh, oh, Hard Rock Cafe. Hard rock, yeah. It's in a Hard Rock Cafe. I don't remember which one. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Now, this film is also credited for starting the home video industry, which <laughs> I was kind of surprised about. Because no. um, originally VHS tapes were priced at $100 upon their first release, which is really? mind-blowing to me. Like, Really? Yeah. Yeah. 100 bucks a piece. And they were generally sold to um, video rental stores. Wow. So, I guess. Wow. Yeah, I know. Because this movie came out and we were like a year old. Yeah. So, like, you and I sense. grew up remembering, like, having VHS tapes all over the house. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, we had, like, our Nana would buy us the new- latest Disney movie uh-huh. every year for Christmas. Like, we always had the di- latest Disney movie um, and the big old giant plastic, you know, container. Yep. The, uh-huh. the clamshell plastic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. And I remember having this movie, and I know, like, we had a Betamax for a while, too. Mm-hmm. And then this one might have been one of the ones on the Betamax, but, you know, anyways. Yeah. Um. So okay. this film was priced to um, own immediately upon release, and it was wow. made possible by the Pepsi-Cola buying ad space at the beginning of the tape. Since then, pricing VH- uh, VHS tapes to own right away became common practice. Do you remember the Pepsi-Cola commercial? Yes. Where he turns the plane upside down. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I did find oh it on YouTube, gosh. guys. I will post this in the show notes because That's I rewatched hilarious. it and I was like, oh my God. I was like, I remember. I Like when you pop, here's the, here's the thing, guys. Like you pop that VHS tape in and before the movie starts, you'd see the Pepsi commercial. How funny. Like, oh the Pepsi gosh. commercial would show up and then, because um, like I said, we own this one. Mm-hmm. And so you'd see the Pepsi commercial and then you could watch Top Gun after that. That's so um, funny. But yeah, I did not realize that's that like the whole. I mean, I remember the commercial, right? But, and I remember it. Being I didn't on realize the VHS, that that was but why. I didn't realize, yeah, I didn't realize that it helped kind of bring the cost wow. down. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of like DVDs nowadays. I mean, we had like you said, we had all the VHSs. Like, yeah. Well, not all, obviously, but. Um, right, I know what you mean. Like, I just remember, yeah, yeah, we had so much. I remember, like, I think I've stated before, like, my grandma was part of, like, the monthly, like, like movie club thing where you would get to pick, like, five mm-hmm. movies, and it was all VHSs, because I think it was in, like, for Titanic, it was, like, one of the first movies that was split into two VHSs. <laughs> yep, um. I know. You get the big, you're like, what is this? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. the VHS, they ran out of tape for yeah. so long. Yeah, um. So that was crazy. Um, and I think I still, I found actually a lot of our Disney movies that we have on VHS um, from growing up, which is pretty so crazy. Yeah. Um, that's so nuts though. I yeah. never, I never realized and never attributed um, like the Pepsi commercial. For, I always assume that. that once, once we started doing home theater, you know, like mm-hmm. once you did the VHS tapes, that it was always like, you know, right. obtainable. Right. Like, oh, you buy the machine. But I couldn't imagine a hundred bucks. <laughs> VHS. T- I know. Like, I don't even think I've seen a DVD cost that much. Right. Like maybe if it was like a series or something, you know, like right. a show like this, series. Like TV series. And those <laughs> yeah. are like 50, 60 bucks or they right. were at the time. Now they're less because now they know we can stream everything. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, that's so crazy. That's really cool though. It's, yeah. Super wild. I was like, oh, that's okay. Kind of mind blowing. They cost that much, right? But yeah, I mean, it makes sense because we had a lot more like rental, like movie rental places, like Blockbuster, Mm -hmm. like all that stuff. So it's yeah, I mean, Hollywood video. I know. (laughs) Like so, yeah. So you would go and rent them, and you know, bring it home, take it back, and then it didn't really. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Thinking back as a kid, I've always thought like I, I don't know. You just see like 
the movies were just there you know like mm-hmm. you don't i don't know <laughs> no i hear that like it's just like oh you just buy a movie but like i don't remember my mom buying a lot of movies right I, we didn't i know the lot. disney movies always came from my nana that was uh-huh. just a thing she always did and then um but like buying regular movies i don't think we bought a ton of them my no. dad would be more likely to buy them because my dad likes movies more than my mom does yeah um, see it's funny because so. even now like now how like we were saying earlier like you can stream a lot of the stuff um yeah like travis still likes to buy like dvds and i'm like why not just buy it and stream it so we don't have to store it <laughs> like yeah i don't know thing. like i really like, dragged my feet on the streaming thing uh-huh. i have a shit ton of dvds guys i don't think you same don't here think understands how many freaking dvds i have it's absurd um because i didn't have cable for like years and years and years Same. i still don't have cable Same. but like i had no cable for so long mm-hmm. that i was like movies was how i did you know entertain myself right and, like Past i moved a lot but i still would like every time i moved my dvd collection would quadruple yep um so like um a ton of dvds but now like uh, the last movie i did buy was the wonder woman 1984 uh-huh. which we still haven't watched it's still, like, <laughs> still haven't watched it um, yeah it's now back on hbo max right i got it so my husband was like hey i really want to watch this really want to watch this yeah okay okay and then like we they didn't it <laughs> and then he was really bummed and they took it off hbo max and he yeah. was like super bummed so i was like i felt bad because it was really me who was dragging my feet not right. him right so then i bought the movie we still haven't watched it it's back on hbo max <laughs> <laughs> And now I'm like, why the fuck did I buy it? And like, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, yeah. now I am more inclined to just like recently. Oh, watched Tombstone with friends recently, and I have my DVD is so old uh-huh. that it's um, what is it? Full screen, right? So it's this tiny little square in the middle of my giant TV, yep. and like we're all squinting, and I was like. Something is very wrong. Girl, <laughs> so, maybe we should just stream this one. <laughs> I had to. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm just going to buy it from Amazon. So I ended up buying it on Amazon just mm-hmm. so I owned it. So I was like, okay, well, what do I do with this DVD now? Like, this is a useless DVD. Like, right. It literally will not work now. Now this is useless. Right. So anyways, it's a little frustrating because now I'm like at the point, I'm like, do I rebuy everything or do I just buy it and yeah. I'm going to go watch it? Like, see, that was... do I just get rid of the DVDs now? Like, uh-huh. I don't know what to do. See, that was our thing. My thing was, is I just, the the space, the amount of space they took up was just driving me crazy. Um, So yeah. I ended up buying the, the things where I got rid of the cases and just stuck them right. inside the sleeves or whatever. Maybe so anyway, so I, I have two full ones of those and I think they hold about 300 each. So mm-hmm. yeah, I have about, yeah, that's, that's a about lot. what mine would be at least. But anyway, so with this movie, um, because of course, during the pandemic, we spent a lot of time at home. Movie theaters aren't open. So we opted, as I'm sure a lot of people did, for a new TV. And mm-hmm. uh, so we got a really nice TV and one of the first movies. And this is something that I remember as a child. One of our first movies, because our family, we love watching movies. We've always loved watching movies. We always have had, like, a nice TV with a nice surround sound. And Top Gun was the first movie that we had watched when growing up when we got the new TV with the new surround sound. I remember, like, my dad, like, closing up the living room, us having our (laughs) snacks, our blankets, and putting this movie on and just oh my god just soaking it in and enjoying like the sounds the everything like it was yeah. amazing and so this last year because everything was really shitty last year um <laughs> that was the one thing that we decided to do because I was like oh my gosh that just like completely takes me back and I really enjoyed it and it was just you know the one thing that kind of brought me joy at the time and yeah. So we did it. So we got this TV, we got, you know, new speakers and everything. And we, I went on to Amazon, saw that Amazon had it in the 4K and our TV's 4K. And oh my God, <laughs> it was yeah, like, I ended up renting it so in 4K good. <laughs> and I was like, worth every penny. I mean, it was a whole like $1 more than right. SD, and right. I was like, worth it. And yeah. Like, so, yeah. We ended up buying um, it. And I, I swear that was like, an, I even, know. I feel like I probably should have just bought it. I don't know why I didn't just buy it. it was, and um, even watching it with the kids, the kids loved it. And I was like, then that like, 
I don't know, it sounds really like, I don't know, maybe superficial, whatever, but it really at the time just was like kind of the little bit of like sunshine in how in that like you know dark and gloomy time <laughs> and so well, yeah it was i mean you really guys awesome. everyone's enjoying it and it's a happy memory for you from your childhood yeah and then like you know it could be that that's what it turns into for your kids too right. like oh yeah you know we got this i mean this movie TV is just and... it's amazing and especially like the sounds the sounds is i don't know just yeah. what gets me when you just when you feel like you're the ground is just like rumbling and shaking In the and you're jet. like oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> you're like there <laughs> so yeah it was really cool though i this is yeah easily one of my like top favorite movies i love i may not watch it all the time but it's like when I do watch it it's like yes like it just takes me it just puts me in like a really like happy place and I love it so so my husband kind of feels like this movie's kind of like a he likes it mm-hmm. but like he's like it's really just it's just like a navy homage kind of right. you know yeah and so but we had gone to uh, our local theater like I had mentioned before that, that does mm-hmm. the flashback cinemas and this is one of the ones we had seen the flashback cinemas um, and he was like okay I can see why Top Gun became so big he goes there's something totally different about when you see it in theaters mm-hmm. because of the surround sound and the big screen and the jets because it does it feels like the jets are like flying over your head oh yeah and he goes he goes the appeal he goes it's a lot better movie on the big screen than it <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. I never got a chance. Like, it to was see awesome. It, yeah. yeah, no, it was awesome. And I was like, I think it was another one that you know, it was like during the summertime or something. I was like, mm-hmm. they're doing Top Gun. We gotta go. My husband's like, oh, fine. He's like, the things I do for you. <laughs> right. No, he's he's good. So um, that's awesome. But yeah, this is one of the ones we didn't see. I think we went with a friend of ours too. I'm almost mm-hmm. sure, like one of our friends. But yeah. Anyways, Love it. it was. It was awesome. It's an amazing movie. It's got some really funny lines. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And, but I mean, and I know you and I had briefly talked, because uh, again, yes. like we were, I was watching Armageddon, you were watching this movie, and we both, <laughs> like, the both movies kind of have a similar um, theme. theme of, like, <laughs> not that great of chemistry with the two you know characters and stuff so bad this one is a lot worse than armageddon it's the the backlit licking it's just yeah it's so horrible like you why who does that like i I don't know maybe somebody does i know judgment right right exactly that's your thing. Okay. That's your thing. I don't Go care. Whatever. If you want to sit there and hover over someone and and like reptile, them, I've that's never your business. I've like, never understood how people are like, yeah, that's hot. Like, let's do that. So apparently, they filmed that in about fifteen minutes. They had very little time to film it. It was wow. like after post production, and it was that scene and the one in the elevator where she's wearing the hat. Uh huh. Both of them were already like doing other movies, so her hair was actually a different color. Oh my gosh! The hat, right? And like his was longer. Uh huh. And so it's the same for that like backlit licking scene. Oh. And so it's the same thing. They also really didn't get along on set, and I'm sorry, but it shows. It so shows. <laughs> Where I'm like, mm, like, they could have done without that. <laughs> but like, yeah. It's mm, it's so cringy. And then it's like, the take my breath away. And you're like, oh my god. Like, also, and then, like, I thought yeah. it was weird when he showed up late to her house. He's like, can I take a shower? And I'm like, what is happening right. here? Like, <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I feel like she like I'm sure like the whole dynamic thing was that she is supposed to be older than him. Uh-huh. But like I felt like she was like way older than him. Like especially right. in those moments. Not yeah. like all the moments, but like especially No, I totally that understand. One, yeah. Where it was like she's basically having to tell him how to be a date. Like <laughs> Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that was that was awkward. That's the only like one of the only things that I'm like, mm don't really care for Fast about forward. the movie yeah basically yeah, i'm like right. not missing anything I think even as a kid i was like this is weird like, right what's happening like, why yeah, are so much tongue 
even watching it with like my teenager he was just like that's super cringe and i was like yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong everyone feels the same yeah i'm like we're just gonna skip over this part and it wasn't even because like it didn't feel like oh it's inappropriate or anything it was just like super uncomfortable and you can tell that they have no chemistry and they don't like Like one another to my seat thinking about it it's just like anywho yeah so anyways that was just a common thing between the last two movies there's just very little to no chemistry so i guess it's you know like that makes a big difference especially if you're gonna put in whether if it's a kissing scene or a love scene or anything like that like make sure your actors have some type of chemistry or yeah like the screen testing know. and all that yeah. which I know they do but sometimes I feel like they're like they get hung up on wanting someone so specific for a role that right it's like everything else goes like secondary right but um, I just feel like I don't know then maybe see about I don't know not having it in there <laughs> I don't know because yeah. it's kind of like I feel like when you have a like two characters or two actors who like don't have that chemistry but they're good on everything else it's like does it really need to be in there or i mean i'm sure they do because i don't know everything seems to be like sex cells she's also three inches taller than him, <laughs> and Sorry. nobody liked that apparently and so he had to have oh like lifted God. shoes and like i guess when she's in the bar like that scene uh-huh. at the very end I guess she's, like, in a ditch. (laughs) (laughs) So he could be taller than her. Uh Uh-huh. But it's not her fault that he's short. (laughs) I don't think she was the right person to be cast for that role, in my opinion. I think she was the wrong person to be cast for that. I think they should have picked somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think she was right for that role. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's my opinion. And it has nothing to do with her height or anything like no. that. Like, whatever. I just don't think she was... The... I feel like they just... They just forced it to work. Uh-huh. As opposed to trying to find the right person. They're like, well, we'll just force it. You're like, oh, but we'll it Just make me. it work. <laughs> yeah. But, but I do have to say, uh-huh. I... I... I love that they sang You Lost That Love and Faith. Yes. <laughs> that, scene. Yeah. that is how you do a singing scene. Yes. Talk about Armageddon. That was cringy. This was hysterical and amazing, and I loved it. I I've always loved agree. it. I agree. I do love yeah. that one. Yeah. Oh. She's lost that love and feeling. What? No. Yeah. She's like, damn, no. I hate it when she does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So, do you plan on seeing the new? Top Gun movie? I don't know yet. I know. I don't I don't know that I'm emotionally available for it. I know. I'm not uh, part of me wants to and then part of me is like no because I don't want it to like I don't know. I don't want it to taint. Exactly what I was going to say. Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> I know because I'm like why? Why take a good Just thing? leave it. Yeah. I think what it is it's been too many years. Like if you were going to do it you should have done it two years later. Mm-hmm. But like Although I feel I, like it's been too many years. Mm-hmm. Although I do love Jennifer Conley. She's going to be in it. Um, I, I, I love her. So, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't think I'm going to see it right away. So I may wait a little while to see it. But part of me right now is saying no, probably not. <laughs> yeah. I think because I had seen the second Independence Day and that was really upsetting. And so oh, now see, I I'm never like, saw that mm-hmm. one. It's upsetting. Don't watch it. Okay, so I was I like, <laughs> I, so I, now I'm kind of like, uh, you guys kind of messed up. Like, I don't know. If, I don't even think it's the same company, like production company. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I feel like y'all fucked up second Independence Day. Like, I just don't have a lot of faith in right. second Top Gun. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially, so. like you said, there's very few movies that you can wait so long to, like, do again or add a second. Right. And... And I feel like Incredibles and Incredibles Two is the is the exception to the rule because Mm -hmm. they even though it was so many years, Mm -hmm. the second one is so good. You I I still get the same feelings from it. Like I I love the Incredibles that I feel like is a very underrated like Pixar movie. Um, from them I. I love it. I love that. I just, I, I just love the dynamic of it. I love how hectic their family is. I love how it's not yes. picture perfect. Um, I feel like I could really having 
three kids and myself, I feel like I, especially in the first Incredibles, I feel like I can totally relate. <laughs> Minus the superpowers. <laughs> right, <laughs> but I'm like, oh my god, I've seen our family dinners look exactly like that. <laughs> Defines who I am. Seriously. What? I don't know. Something I saw. <laughs> I actually quoted so, yeah. that yesterday to my husband. I was like, it defines who I am. <laughs> Which is actually the second one. It's not yeah. the first one, but yeah. But yeah, so. I do love that. So yeah, there are very few movies who can get away with waiting X amount of years and doing yeah. a second or a sequel to. And I'm glad I didn't see the second Independence Day. I was Don't really on the border, but I'm glad I didn't. Because uh, I love the first Independence Day movie. I know. It's my absolute Same. favorite. We watch it every year. Um, yep. So, yeah. But anyways, which actually. So, we are... I know. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yes. So, okay. <laughs> real quick. I wanted to give the characters full names. Oh, as yes. Oh, I'm going to do that really quick and then okay, we can go wrap it, it up. Mm-hmm. So, Maverick is Lieutenant Pete Mitchell. Goose is Lieutenant Nick Bradshaw. Iceman is Lieutenant Tom Kaczynski. That's right. Hollywood is Lieutenant Rick Nevin. Mm-hmm. Wolfman is Lieutenant Leonard Wolf. Slider is Lieutenant Ron Kerner. Sundown is Lieutenant Marcus Williams. Chipper is Lieutenant P- Charles Piper. Cougar is Lieutenant Bill Cortell. Mm-hmm. Merlin is Lieutenant Sam Wills. Stinger is Commander Tom Jards- Jardian. Mm-hmm. Charlie is Charlotte Blackwood. Jester is Lieutenant Commander Rick Heatherly. And Viper is Commander Mike Metcalf. Cool. There it is. Those are their full character names. In case Yay. Wondering. Right. Um, I I don't know. I don't. I think I've kind of. I think I said everything I want to say. I know I had a ton of stuff in mm-hmm. here. So, um, yeah. I don't think there's. I think yeah. Anyways, now the other thing I did want to mention one more thing though. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the Bill Ingvall stand up? But when he went on the F fourteen. No. Oh my I god! If I can find it, because I think it got pulled from YouTube a while ago. Because I think I searched for it a little while ago. Really? I'll see if I can find it. Uh-huh. If not. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Hands down, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Like, him That's talking awesome. about being at 14 and, like, doing barrel rolls and, like, mm-hmm. all this other stuff. That's Anyways, so funny. It's a great stand-up segment. And if I can find it, I will link it in the show notes. If not, I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> it's in my best. Um, so, yeah, basically. Awesome. Anyways, um, if you guys have any questions for us or comments, concerns, etc., feel free to email us at thecaffeinatedbesties at gmail.com. We do still have all our merchandise up for our summer blockbusters, and that's up on thecaffeinatedbesties.com. Just click that shop button, uh-huh. and you'll be directed over to that. Um, we'll also be making an announcement on what's coming up for our podcast schedule for... Um, July. For July. Now, July kind of got moved around a little bit. There were some things Serena and I were talking about. Um, mm-hmm. For those of you, I don't know if anyone's been keeping track, but we really kind of stopped doing the mo- the TV series. Yeah. Um, they they take a lot of freaking time to watch. Yes. And so a lot of times you feel like you're just kind of wait. Like, even though we're doing it for the podcast, it still feels like you're wasting time. Yeah. So that and a lot of the done... shows that we like to watch have a lot of seasons and yeah. it's hard it was to too much. break it up. I mean, I'm yeah. so glad we were able to talk about friends and Gilmore girls and the Same. ones that we have, you know, talked mm-hmm. about, but yes, just because I don't know, in my mind, I feel like those are pretty, pretty big, you know, that's something yeah. everybody has seen, but anyways, yeah, absolutely. So we had originally had a few series or at least a series or two within July so we took those out and we kind of inadvertently turned July into our Will Smith month. Yes. Um, <laughs> which we're totally okay with that plan. I'm so, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we are, of course, kicking off the month with Independence Day because, mm-hmm. hey, July the 4th is coming up. Yes. We're going to follow it up with Bad Boys. Yep. And then we're going to watch I Am Legend and then... Uh, I went ahead and put in Bright, which is on Netflix. Yes. And then we're going to end it with Men in Black. Yes. Um, so I'm super excited. And then I don't know, I was just like glancing at the August. Uh-huh. Oh my god. August is going to be lit, yo. August is going to be lit. I don't remember what's in August. August. It's our 80s month. <gasps> oh my god, that's right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm very excited. So, so um, 
Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed this summer blockbuster month. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a blast. Like, yes. there really wasn't a terrible movie. No. I'm like, it was just fun. It's it was so amazing. Incredible. Yeah. So, so you... we're really looking forward to Will Smith month. Yes. And we do encourage, if it's been a while since you've seen any of these movies, um, rewatch them. Give them yeah. a watch. Give Most them a of gander. them you can find, like on streaming services or if you own them uh yep. dust it off pop it in and watch it and then come over and if you have a 4k hd tv yes just buy top gun and 4k hd yeah you will HD. not it's... regret it yeah great decision <laughs> best <laughs> decision <times>. ever <laughs> yeah i think i'm gonna end up doing that for independence day because i know i own independence day but i think i don't think i own it like fancy yeah yeah definitely so. i think that's one that we have in yeah, it's amazing. Because I think that one I have is a dual DVD of Independence Day and iRobot. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So but I think what I'll do is, yeah. I love Independence Day. Oh, so good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's next week. So, mm-hmm. um, you, of course, can find us on social media. Oi with the coffee already on Instagram and Facebook. Um, posting stuff, all that good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people listen to us? So you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple, or sorry, not Apple, Amazon Podcasts, <laughs> um, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. And if there are any others, uh, let us know and we can add them there too. Yep, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed the week, the month and this week. Yes. And we catch you guys next week. I hope you're all enjoying your summer as well and that the days are the days are long and the mm-hmm. fun is big i don't know something like that <laughs> but everyone have fun thank you for joining us and yes. we'll catch you all next week yep bye bye